from the TCL Broadcast Studios. It's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Starting to feel woozy, and I figured out why. Why is that? Ingy's mirror ball hat. It's, it's, <laughs> look, it's everywhere. It's like a as drug many, thing. As Ingy missed a day this year of the last annual uh, Garage Logic and uh, Sports Talk uh, fair appearance. I don't know. Uh, oh, wait. What? Stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Patrick. What? Joe. What? Look what's out in front here. Kenny pointed this out. Kenny, go put your headset on. We've got a Row the Boat t-shirt. Oh, Atta good. girl. Yes, that's good. Row the Boat, baby. I mind say Row the Dinghy, but it's the same thing, you know. Row Is that a dinghy. euphemism? Uh, well, you know, the dinghy, you ever see those uh, kind of going around in circles? <laughs> For those at home, he's circling his arms. <laughs> I was they're going to begin to row that boat tonight against the hated Aggies. Oh, New Mexico State. Yeah. They shoved it down Wyoming's throat last week. They got a minus nine yards rushing yep. against the mighty Cowboys. And, of course, I'm a big Wyoming fan, so yes, I was are. happy to see that. Well, I was going to talk about the Gopher opener. John. All right, here we are. It's your court. Here, let's go. Let's hear I it. am a, nine, a freshly turned nine-year-old in Fulda, Minnesota in 1954. All right. Nothing more important in my entire life. Than go for football. All right. I the think that was true of many, the, even urban children. The state basketball tournament, uh, the go for football games, there was only nine back then, and uh, watching my father shoot pheasants out of the car window. Those were the three <laughs> most important things in my life, right? Back then, I, I was trying to learn the knack. I was nine, so they didn't. I didn't have a shotgun yet. And 1954, we come up to my first Gopher football game. It's in November. It's against Iowa. Iowa's very good. They have a record crowd uh, to play the hated Hawkeyes. We're, we ended up in the end zone, standing in the end zone in the closed end. I'm kneeling down in the front line right behind the end zone. 65,000 people going nuts. The hated Hawkeyes. Yeah. This was my introduction to go for football. Right. And now tonight, you're playing the damn Aggies. Right. Over here, they're going to announce 42. There'll be 32. Right. Two-thirds of them will leave at halftime. Uh, and people wonder why I'm cynical about go for football. In it's changed in, a little. In 1954... They wouldn't have opened with New Mexico State. No, they never did. They opened with uh, the right Nebraska. The conference play. They did, well, they'd have two conference, two non-conference games, and usually Nebraska or they always they played Washington a lot, and uh, and Missouri and, and well, teams see, like but, that. but Pat, what you're just, there are generations of Minnesotans who don't remember when. Gopher football was the sport in the state. The yes. pros hadn't arrived here yet. And then, even in the 60s, the early 60s, of course, uh, it had been announced the Vikings were coming to town when they went to the Rose Bowl for the first time, and the next year they went back to the Rose Bowl. And in the early 60s, the Gopher football, now the attendance was hurt some, but through 67, the Gophers were probably more important than the Vikings. And then... They tied for the conference title with Indiana and Purdue in 67. And Bud came to town and went 3-8-3, and and we all made fun of Bud. Tie one for Bud became the slogan because he tied three games that year. 
But the next year, uh, they uh, they ended up going to the uh, playoffs, and the Gophers started going downhill. You know what I'm really wondering? Seriously? Yes. In 1954, how did you get from Fulda to Minneapolis? I yeah. wonder what the route was. Oh, well, you drove up 169, but it was two lanes back okay. then. And right. uh, you drove in the old man's station wagon. And Which way were you pointing? Probably had the shotgun in the back seat just in case we saw a pheasant. The <laughs> he didn't have a, he didn't somewhere have a, in Mankato. Or he didn't have a client back there, did he? No, no, never, uh, no. Client. The best pheasant hunt we ever did, we had to pick up some with the morning of the pheasant opener. You had to pick somebody uh, someone up. up at the Wilmer State Hospital. One yep. of our local uh, right. local uh, crazies had passed away, so the uh, we had to go up and up to the Wilmer State Hospital and pick up the body. But we rode on it all the way back. And, yeah, you can't let that stop. You know, see no, a pheasant. No. What the hell? Well, What's he, it's plus not you like can, they're going to complain. Plus, you can shoot hands. Yeah. Because what cop, what game warden is going to inspect the car when there's a body in the back? Right. <laughs> Oh, they're good. Let them go. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. You we weren't going to get a rise out of that person. No, we must have had eight. Nine, we must have got eight or nine drivers. I have a logistics question. Why yeah. would Wilmer State Hospital but have been would have been local for you guys in Fulda? No, no, it was a it was a hospital where people with psychiatric problems. Oh, okay. Were sent. Uh, it was you know the farm. St. Peter had the uh, people who were a little more dangerous. Wilmer had just. Probably Alzheimer patients before we knew what Alzheimer's was. Gotcha. I so that was it. Was it was a local? Hey, they were good for business, Wilmer. We get two, three a year out of there. Was, you know, you had to get forty. That was the magic number for the old man. We got to up the quota. So you got to get forty. Forty was a good year. Forty was a good year. It was yeah. a good year. And you know, end of the year, you only have thirty-three or four. It's uh, you're scrounging. We get a good bus accident. Christmas is tough at that point. Yes, that's right. You, know, you got to get the Daisy Red Rider BB gun. No, no, you know. That's right. Need four more for that kid to get a present. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, kind of the... Uh, what you're saying is tonight is a bit anticlimactic yeah, to I your mean, nine-year-old memory. Go, go enjoy yourself, but, uh, you know, who cares? You can't lose to this team. You're going to run it. He's going to jump around like an idiot, uh, leading the field, team out onto the field. Yeah. The coach should not lead the team out onto the field. He should run out like a humble human being instead of saying, oh, it's all about me. Yeah. You know, you think Murray ever ran out in front of the team? To grow, you must fail. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> anyhow, yeah, it is uh, it is kind of sad. that, And this has certainly not had anything to do with him. They've been playing this lousy non-conference schedule for 30 years. It is going to be a beautiful, perfect oh, night, though. Oh, it is. There, Although I thought it might, didn't they say it's Later, not till after midnight. Okay, well, we'll be good. Okay, can they beat Fresno State? Yeah, that'll be the only one of the three non-conference that they uh, will probably be challenged in. But Miami yes. of Ohio. Miami of Ohio is terrible. Then at Maryland. Uh, Maryland's having some issues. The coach, uh, they had the young man die uh, in, in workouts, and uh, they, are, they are in absolute Is he going to survive? Nothing announced yet. Uh, Dirk and I, gotta, I, don't, I don't think he's going to survive. But Home to Iowa. They can beat the Iowegians, although Iowa's probably going to be favored by six or something. At Ohio State. Nah, they won't win that one. At Nebraska. They won't win that one. Home to Indiana. Yes, the one. Nobody's ever lost to Indiana at home. It's impossible. At Illinois. In football. At Illinois. Yeah, they'll beat Lovey. Purdue. At, at home? home? They at can home. win that one. Northwestern at home. Yeah, they'll split those two. They'll win one of the two. I don't know. Purdue and or they, Northwestern. And uh, they conclude November 24 at Wisconsin. Ah, uh, 63-7 to 7, Wisconsin. 
<laughs> a nail biter. <laughs> yes. Because uh, they're going to – Wisconsin's mad because the Gophers basically only tried to hold the score down in the final last year. So the Wisconsin will have to put it on them to make themselves contenders for the – College football. Pat, well, you regale the crowd because we had uh, a former Gopher coach, Jerry Kill, here in the in the crowd yesterday. Yes, my favorite Purdue Jerry Kill moment in Gopher football history, please. Well, <laughs> they had an African American coach who, in fact, is now coaching the off- the uh, receivers for the uh, the Vikings. Vikings. Yep, Daryl Hazel, mm-hmm. and Jerry was on the sidelines. And uh, uh, there was another uh, Purdue coach, an assistant coach, who was also an African-American gentleman. And, and uh, Jerry ran out there and congratulated him as the head coach. Yep. He had his, uh, you know, the, he had the... Uh, he had he got a, the wrong guy. He, yeah, he had the wrong guy. He had the wrong black guy when he ran out there. That's, that's one of my five favorite football moments. Oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We we didn't mention that on the air too often. No, no. So. hundred times a year, oh, easily. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah, he had the wrong black guy. That's okay. That, you know those things happen. That happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's an intense moment. Yes, it is. Yeah, he just he just and, and by the way, that was a nail biter, wasn't it? Really? Yes, it like was. Thirty-five, thirty-two. Yes, it was. Yeah. Why don't you all stay tuned, and we'll be back shortly. I really uh, hate to interrupt all of this. Uh, celebration going on I just met a young lady who I blocked on Twitter and neither of us can figure out why so oh, wait 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 let me guess let me guess was it uh, Joe Mauer bilateral leg weakness she said she did uh, make a couple jokes about the trees one time okay then it was the trees field. all right could have right. been the trees but what about that, the trees? Was, what about the trees? He has odd rules for Twitter. Uh, when we took the trees out in 2011. Oh, at the ballpark. Yep. And everybody thought it was hilarious to talk about the trees. Myself After included. After about three months, I said, okay, I issued a warning. <laughs> Any more tree jokes in my Twitter feed, you're blocked. Yep. And I blocked 20, 25 people probably. I don't know. I gotta, you got to have your rules. Bilateral leg weakness was the, probably the next one. Anybody who made a joke about that after about a year, but they got blocked. You let one guy slip through because he had a good line. What was it when the <sighs> when the wife of Joe had twins? What was the line? <sighs> I don't know. No, I think bilateral it was, baby. No, she said he he said that she had bilateral egg weakness. Yes, that's, that's right. what it was. That's right. Why are you wearing what appear to be white orthopedic shoes? Ah, <laughs> uh, because. I figure if I step in any animal poop, I can throw them away. Is this the return yeah. of the mall walkers? No, no, here, here. These are here. the mall walkers, here, yes. Here, I have a question are. for you. Yeah. Why would these be any more, <laughs> why would you throw these away as opposed to any other shoes? Because shoe? they cost 29 bucks. Well, oh, they're bad tennis shoes. Well, they're, yeah, they're okay. They're mall walkers. <laughs> these are the ones that had their picture taken with the Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah. They had all. They they went all around the Twin Cities. How long that road in a limo? Oh, a couple of months. Did you uh, <laughs> Did you get to Georgia's today and get your shoes back? No, I'm not getting them till Tuesday. I wanted to make sure everything's cleaned out. That's is unbelievable. <laughs> Doris Dude. made us a promise though earlier, Patrick, yeah. for tomorrow. You're show. in for a treat tomorrow. Oh, what a Brahma bowl! You better not venture off the porch. Let's put it that way. <laughs> when did the When did the cow escape and damn near, or was it a horse? Horse. That <laughs> damn near killed half the population. Well, it was out here and decided to go back to the barn. It okay. literally ran through crowds like this, and nobody died. I can't remember why the horse was here. Yeah. 
Sale. Was it police related? Maybe. No. It came up here from the horse barn okay. with a handler. That almost equals the time that they had to get a ladder to get one of these raptor birds out of the tree because the thing wouldn't come down. <laughs> but that horse galloped, went right down here on a straight gallop, took a right on a straight gallop, took a left, parked itself back in the barn. Okay, I got to... You know what? If you're a raptor yep. and the fair ends yep. and now the, the cleanup's kind of done... Yeah. Can you imagine the critters that come out oh, to, uh, yeah. to enjoy leftover popcorn I and bet. the like? I bet. And you're sitting up there in the tree. It's a feast. Oh, it yeah. yeah. It's a feast. Well, they're raptor birds, though, that go back to the raptor center. I they know, but here. what I'm saying is if you can escape and just hang, just be patient for a couple of days. Or if you could escape, it wouldn't yeah, even escape. work that. Yes, that's yeah. true. It's yeah. a bonanza. It would be uh, <laughs> a feeding frenzy. Oh, man. Yeah. The uh, the uh, rodents that you would be able to devour would be uh, terrific. Yes, that would be uh, wonderful. What uh, uh, what do you think about tonight's Vikings game? Does it do anything for you? No, nope, not a thing. Nope. Uh, I just hope that the kicker misses a couple of real short ones <laughs> so we can see if Judd's head explodes. Judd's got, like, he's he was very upset that they drafted a rookie kicker. Yeah. Uh, because this is a Super Bowl team and you can't take a chance. <laughs> and then they got rid of the veteran kicker. So this has been, what, an hour a day? for Oh, uh, easily. Yeah, an hour a day of angst, and then the guy missed two short ones last week, right? 242 if, yards. If he misses one tonight, oh, Judd God. will spend four hours tomorrow. Judd's going to the Gopher game, but he'll be monitoring Daniel Carlson. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm rooting for him. Who'd they get oh. rid of that? Kai Forbath? Kai Forbath, yeah. Why? Because they, I thought he well, was pretty good. Well, he missed eight extra points or something last year. I wouldn't waste a draft choice on a kicker. Yeah, fifth rounder. He's got a big, powerful leg. I said that like I actually know something about yeah, football. You were breaking it down. Anyway, last week he pulled a couple left. But what as Dan, Johnny Hyde pointed this out though, yesterday or a couple of days ago, the guy said after that first one, I knew what I did wrong. Yeah. But then he missed the next one the same but way. But I did the same thing. <laughs> did he know what he did wrong that time? <laughs> yeah, I guess he did. I guess I did the thing wrong. So wait a minute. First Generally, time. when you know what you did wrong, you, you try to correct it. But he, wait a minute. So we've discovered something here. What? He's the rookie of kickers. <laughs> yeah, he knows what he knows what he did wrong. Right. He could he could have made the kick. He didn't want to. That that might have been it. That might have been it. Did you hear what Pat said to Ingie Reeves? I, I missed it. It was very uncharitable. Oh, no. He said no, Ingie. I said, Ingie, I'm going to really... No, tomorrow. I'm going to tell what you said. Okay. Well, he there said, he is with his mirror ball helmet. Ingie, it's going to be a really memorable day tomorrow. I'm never, ever going to see you again the rest of my life. <laughs> That's right. Where it's all wow. Ingie, Ingie. Because I don't think we're letting him in the studio as a special guest next week, no, are we? No, no. A special no. sit-in, huh? Security has been uh, uh, identified. Uh, I know. You're notified. a Medal of Freedom winner. You're a very yes, loyal... loyal uh, but I don't he, know why. Is he the first Medal of Freedom winner that had to ask for one? No, he didn't ask for one. <laughs> he told me he asked for it. No, no. Okay. Bought and paid for How many do we have? Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen, Yeah, wow. but they all Medal winners have had a distinct and significant relationship with the state fair shows. Yes, okay. The state yes. fair shows. That's that's the only thing that matters. Marjorie, Doris Mould, Lake Detective, Dave Dahl, Monty, 
Greg Holcomb, the artist, Jerry Hammer, who runs the fair, John Vogel, who you know, Big John, yeah, right. Stacy Larson, our geologist, Angie, Tom Barrett of the Volks, Fred Brick, Terry Klinger, Fred Brick, who drove three days from Coos Bay, Oregon. Yeah, he gets one. Yeah, and Terry Klinger, who drove 20 hours straight from Corpus wow. Christi, Texas. Okay. Uh, the Wacky Wheeler's been with us uh, yes. 15 times, and then Matt Otto has done a poem for us every oh, year. Oh, yes, that's true. Yeah. Was, are we going to... Are we going to have that again this year? The poem? Yeah. You missed it. it we had yesterday. it yesterday. Oh, yesterday. really? I missed yeah. it. Okay, well. You know, not everything's gone bad for me on this. Uh, you know. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> by the way, sh- Hubbard shuttle today. Yeah. Uh, some chorus line of men and women uh, dressed in a very weird fashion. He's a promoter, folks. We're over here at TCL, uh, Twin Cities Live, and they were on the shuttle today. Okay. Jammed in. Is that a news flash? Uh, I think they might have been the. Is the Newsies. Is there a Newsies play going on? They were dressed kind of like the Newsies. Maybe they were from Hamilton. Oh, there you no, go. No, I don't think they were Hamilton. No. But. Uh, don't you feel almost obligated that you have to see Hamilton? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. You can't get in. Yeah, I know. But. I, but the about hype the is time pretty good. We, about the time we took a right to get on to Como, they started singing. They started practicing. So. You know, they were practicing. Oh, I bet you were a treat to Between be around. Between that and cow poop, it's a tie. Here in the uh, sports talk newsroom is Johnny Height. Well, thank you. It's sunny, whoever that was. It's sunny and 75 degrees. Twins played a day game uh, down in Cleveland. Now, I reported last hour, somebody will point this out, I said it was 6-2 to two Cleveland. Apparently, I was incorrect because the final was 5-3 to three Oh, Cleveland. my God. So somewhere I gave Cleveland an extra Didn't they run. still win the season series? Against, against the Indians? Yeah. No. Oh, this they had to win today to do that, I believe? No. Um, are we on the air? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Uh, Miguel Sano. Green. I think it's green. Miguel Sano homered in the ninth for the Twins. Uh, Adrian's had <laughs> hey, a homer earlier, hey, but they still Everybody, lost. this has been our life for right. the past 30 years. <laughs> it really has. We're having a discussion on the air, and look at Sally over here. I okay. have a tweet to I'm send. I'm sending a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. I was trying to unblock this person, but I can't find. She doesn't know how to spell her own name, or she's not on Twitter. One of the two. Well, uh, Odorizzi, by the way, started for the Twins. Guess how many innings, Jake Odorizzi? Oh, five and a third. Five and a third. third. As always, one hundred and twenty-two pitches. A show in which everyone has their own conversation. Changes the number to sixteen. That's how many outs he gets. Vikes. uh, (laughs) Vikes playing their last preseason game tonight. They're down in Tennessee to play the Titans and the Gophers. Open up their season at TCF Bank Stadium. Uh, that game with the 6 o'clock start at TCF. What a lovely State night Stadium. for a oh, uh, college football game. Beautiful. And it's great. And all the high schools are playing tonight. Yes. Creighton and uh, Totino right off the bat. At that's Totino. Oh, boy. At Totino, yes. That's a good game right off the bat. News notes from today. A coalition of government and business groups is kicking off a campaign to attract cruise ships to the Great Lakes. Huh? What? <laughs> That's uh, that's not new. That was a very popular thing to do in the 20s and 30s. Or the 20s, I should say. You remember, huh? No, but I, I've seen pictures, and I, Hello? Like, nice. I like documentaries about things like that. Yes, you do. I didn't play the soundbite. No, I didn't. That was my voice. I didn't play the soundbite. I just got Somebody's yelled at. Somebody's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I just got yelled at. It's a little much today, isn't it? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, okay. Uh, Michigan Governor 
Rick in Snyder. In case you're wondering, Chris Reaver's now receiving the look from Joe Sujo. <laughs> I'm going to go sit in the corner. <laughs> Michigan Governor Rick Snyder. Turn my, he turned my mic off. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you got to be careful because he has the control. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Michigan Governor Rick Snyder and other officials are scheduled to attend an announcement of the Cruise the Great Lakes initiative this afternoon on... Mackinac. I Island. would do that. I would take a cruise on the Great Lakes. Mackinac, we got a, right? We got a price, Island? Johnny? Mackinac. Do, do you know how much it will cost? I, I don't. Oh, don't. okay. Let's ask the expert, John. Suits? I have no idea. <laughs> What's that circled word right there? Well, it's Mackinac, but I think it's pronounced Mackinac. <laughs> Thank you. Right. <laughs> I thought it I've been to Mackinac. Why do you give us so much grief about manure when you can't say Mackinac? I can say it. I just said it. Back and off. It's not that I. It's not Kenny. It's just that I won't. I've been there too. I've been there. Overrated. I I tend to agree with you. Fudge shops and black flies. That's all I found there when I was there in June. The world's largest population of black flies. If you're there in the middle of June. I love driving across that Mackinac Bridge, though. It's yeah, scary. It is, it is it's scary. scary. I'm sorry. I know it is. It's scary. i got to get drunk before yeah. I drive across that. <laughs> Whoops. The new yeah. one. Did you ever see the documentary on building that? Oh, I've seen it 15 oh, yeah. times. Are I you love kidding it. me? I love it. It's one of my favorites. He taped it, and he watches it oh, every chance he gets. The new marketing partnership includes several of the region's states and Canadian provinces. You still on uh, this province. story? I yeah. am. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't. Nobody's I, listening. I only read two sentences of it before. You know, everybody. Yeah. That's all we talking. needed from this story was the Mackinac. <laughs> I'm not talking anymore. Joe yelled at me. <laughs> oh. So you can go to Austria and you can get on some nice European river, and you can go over to France, see the Alps, or you can go get in a Lake Erie and go to Duluth. Okay, which one are you going to do? <laughs> Vice President Mike Pence visited Minnesota I bet today. Such would do it. I'll bet you a hundred bucks. Joe would do it. Do what? Great Lakes cruise. Absolutely. Of course. There you, you go. Would. See, uh, Pence's second stop in the state this month. He reiterated President Trump's support of veterans at the American Legion's national conference, and he also is attending a fundraiser for the state's Republican Party. Did he screw up traffic, John? Uh, not that I'm aware of, Kenny. Yeah. He was late, though. He was late. Huh. Uh, he was supposed to be there this morning, but he only got there this afternoon. He addressed a legion crowd of several hundred people at the convention center, calling uh, the president an ally and champion for veterans, and ticked off the work his administration has done on behalf of them, uh, as he says, improving access to mental health you know, services. Lynn, if we got a guy like that in here in the past, he'd show up at the state fair. He's not coming to the fair, huh? The president, That's vice president, no. A California man's been charged with threatening to kill Boston Globe employees over a Globe-coordinated series of editorials condemning President, Trump, uh, President Trump's suggestion that journalists are the enemy. A 68-year-old Robert Chain is from Encino, California, he made more than a dozen threatening phone calls to the Globe's newsroom between August 10th and August 22nd. That was this, this was this was inevitable. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. On the day the editorials were published in newspapers across the country, Chain called the newsroom, threatened to shoot Globe employees, according to the prosecutors. Uh, he will end up being sent from California to Boston to face those charges. The FBI said in a press... stop talking. I've just been uh, handed breaking news that I'm going to hand to Mr. Royce to read to the public. A hundred more Krabby Coffee mugs will be here. Oh, my. I thought it was going to say now, not until tomorrow. But tomorrow. hundred more. hundred more. And they will be gone They'll by be gone. 3 p.m. Okay. Yeah. So if you have any interest in those, get here early. Mm-hmm. I think. What, what, what time does the talk shop open? 9 a.m.? 
9 a.m. Be here at 9 a.m. Just stay overnight. Why didn't we order 200? Why didn't we order 1,000 like Patrick and I suggested? (sighs) Okay, uh, follow-up to the story we had the other day. Remember the woman uh, captured on the... uh, Video yeah. from the doorbell. When I, when I get back next week, yep. I'm going to start throwing. Right. I do, John. I'm going to yeah. start throwing my power around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John, I, uh, John, uh, I, I saw the video. Authorities in Texas <laughs> say they found the woman who was captured on the doorbell video in the middle of the night. Her wrist shackled in what appeared to be broken restraints. They are withholding her identity for now. She appears to be a domestic violence victim. The sheriff says 32-year-old woman is safe with family out of state. He also said, uh, the sheriff, that deputies found her 49-year-old boyfriend dead at a house in a subdivision wow. 46 miles north of Houston. The sheriff said he made suicidal comments in a call to the sheriff's office, had died from a single gunshot wound. So that, uh, wow. that mystery cleared up. Uh, Thanks for that grim story. Well, jeez. <sighs> Got any uh, Caleb Jones updates, or have we done that already? Today? What is he accused of, what is he uh, alleged to have stolen? Uh, her cell phone. Her cell phone. Oh. After throwing her to the ground mm-hmm. and kicking her, mm-hmm. then she tried to call nine one one. Caleb Jones grabbed the phone and ran. I'll so. be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daryl Hall and Neil Young have reportedly tied the knot. The actress and singer songwriter have been dating since oh, twenty eighteen. Daryl Hall. Wait, what? Did I say Daryl Hall? Daryl Hall ma- ma- married Neil he's, Young. Did I say Daryl? Yes. He's finally <laughs> out of the closet. <laughs> he finally admits it. God. Wow! Forever. This Darryl is breaking Hannah. news. Daryl Hannah. Daryl oh, Hannah. That's a horse of a different color. Oh. Daryl Hannah. And Neil Young. Right. Neil Young. Yeah. Every, what in the hell's wrong with her? Well, they've been dating since 2014. Wow. Yeah, but, but why did he dump that woman he'd been with for 30 years? Because apparently he liked Daryl Hannah. Okay. That, that's the oh, reason. Yes. Who's Daryl? He's got to be 20 years older than her, doesn't he? I think so. I think pretty mm-hmm. close. Certainly. Who's Daryl Hall with? Uh, oh, John Oates. Oates. Some guy named Oates. <laughs> <laughs> so he is out of the closet. John, you had a hell of a story. You got everybody. Angie, if you don't take off the damn hat, I'm going to stab you through the heart with a pencil. I'm getting a headache from this. Johnny, when you said Daryl. Get Darryl the cat out of here. When you said Daryl Hall and John and uh, Neil Young, the whole crowd kind of perked up. Whoa. This is a national story. We were almost my talk for Put a second. Put the hat under the porch. Put the hat under the porch <laughs> where the gonna, sun can't get at it. Make him bury it. God almighty. Thank you, Iggy. Now he's having an Got to go to the eye day. doctor. Oh. Oh, it's being laid to oh, rest. Good. Right. good. <laughs> come back and get it later. Okay. <laughs> page, uh, page six. You come back after class. Yes. So anyway, didn't Neil have a couple of kids with this lady? Yes. He just he was for Daryl Hall? Yeah, he'd been married to her for, what, 30 years, I believe? The lovely Peggy? Peggy, yeah. Peggy. She performed with him at uh, in that wonderful Nashville concert. She'll yep. go straight to heaven having to listen to that crap being practiced. <laughs> day oh, wow. Day <laughs> Wow. Only one of the greatest, yeah, greatest but. of the 20th century. <laughs> he got more and more boring as life went on. Oh, wow. Roycey, I salute you. Yeah, right. oh, yeah. Really, really know your music, don't you? <laughs> Just the worst. Thing Is he in inks? <laughs> the couple uh, reportedly had a hundred guests. Let me at tell the, the ink story. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> they're revising the music for the show back when the switch was coming on, and they said we're going to play a song by. Uh, uh, Royce said, "What's what's inks? Inx. 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 No, that was in when excess. we were that was when we were starting the Monday. He show. called. Thought it, they were called 
Inks. Inks. Never heard. Oh, well, it's like Royce when he couldn't get the TV started a couple oh, of weeks God. ago. Call the TV department. <laughs> right. We've got a department right. that just well, turns all they do. They come up and turn the TV on. Why don't you take it to a break before I've lost I, uh, the remote? <laughs> Johnny. John Height News. John uh, Height. There's nobody on the stage. Nobody really gives a damn, do they? John. Everybody just left. John, we're on the air trying to do the news. He's talking to Ingy. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Pat's tweeting. We're uh, we're good. I'm I'm paying attention. That's you. That's unusual. Well, I have to. That's unusual. Can I make an announcement? No. <laughs> Wait, before you do. Can I tell you that Mr. Reavers, who just told us he had to pay attention, didn't have my mic on? Oh, <laughs> stop it. Yes, the Pat. young lady who told me that I blocked her on Twitter, Uh-oh. I can't find the name she gave me on Twitter to unblock her. So, uh, you know. Huh. Fine. Okay. Huh. <laughs> I don't, Johnny, let's go. I don't want to be a guy that makes promises and then doesn't fulfill them. Kenny, what do you got? Uh, I got nothing. A little bit of a buzz going. <laughs> I, I hope nobody can tell. No. <laughs> this peppermint-flavored water is really refreshing. <laughs> a Colorado golfer. We are. Colorado golfer said his plans to compete in a tournament were scrapped after a driving range accident embedded a bolt in his leg. Who? Oh. A Colorado golfer. Okay, so nobody. How this happen? Explain this. Why is this it? news then? If it's nobody we know, because, because it's, a, it's, an, it's an unusual incident. There's a, yes, there's it's an some, unusual incident. There's some <laughs> peculiarity to it. <laughs> yes. Don't tell me. Yes, <laughs> Matt Gutierrez said he was at the driving range of the Greeley Country Club to practice for last week's pro am tournament when his wedge club got snagged on a boundary rope in front of him. Okay. His swing pulled the eye bolt, <laughs> anchoring the rope out of the ground and sent it flying at his left leg where it pierced his bone. Wow. wow. So that's why it's... I guess that's, a, that's pretty that newsworthy. Is a, that is a bad accident yeah. on a golf course right there. Goodyear, that's worse than getting hit by a ball by me. <laughs> Gutierrez said, I didn't even feel it go into my knee, surprisingly. I was actually more concerned about my club because it had a big yellow rope around it but then I looked down and saw the bolt sticking out of my knee. He was taken to the North Colorado Medical Center in Greeley. The bolt uh, bolt was removed. Gutierrez said they had to unscrew it and pull it out. Wow. wow. Gross. Painful. Painful. Well, the moron was too close to the rope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Greeley Country Club said the boundary ropes. All right, Trump. Thanks. Have been well, removed. He, wow. <laughs> Will not be reinstalled. What, what was Trumpian about that? This moron was too named, close to the rope. A guy named Gutierrez. That's uh, <laughs> I didn't even remember his name. I don't care what his name is. He was too close to the damn rope. Okay. Sing the damn song, Sonny. Boy, tomorrow's going to be Tomorrow's going to be something else, man. I don't think I'll be here. I didn't like that. You have to. Uh, Two New Mexico men are facing charges after police say the pair went on a spree of stealing trash cans around Santa Fe, New Mexico. Why? 50-year-old Kenneth Brooks and 19-year-old Nicola Wedeveld. Hey, look at that one over there. That <laughs> looks good. We're arrested after a security guard spotted them pushing rolling trash carts with trash cans inside from the Santa Fe Community Convention Center. Criminal complaint says police found the two men next to the two carts with other trash carts loaded inside. Court documents say Wedeveld told police he intended to use the trash carts for personal use. Hmm. Police say one stolen bin was valued at more than $3,200. No. No, no, no. no. I, that's what the police said, Kenny. No, Eddie. no. 
I don't That's know what to tell you. Yes, yeah. Joe, you have your arm raised. The uh, city of St. Paul began delivering the government trash carts. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. Here a we block go. away. Here we go. A block away. It sounded like the arrival of an invasion force. Because <laughs> these kids were dragging them and throwing them and then grabbing them off the truck. And I ran outside to see what the commotion was. So I what? thought it was a war coming towards so us. So what, what have we done to explain The government's now in the trash business. S- start at the beginning. I don't understand. There's what was the tra- What was the situation like before all of this? Everybody had a private hauler contract. Yeah. Every single house in St. Paul had their own trash hauler. Well, they oh, no, had their no. own company. Suppose. Company. I mean, if you wanted to hire like Highland Sanitation, so might have had seven hundred. My a, guys are ace. Now yeah. you have to just have one. Huh? On no. a block with twenty houses, you had twenty different trash no. people. No, 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 no not no. necessarily. No. You might have three. Might have had two. Yeah. Might have had one. Yes. They could all use the same company, Kenny. What mm. year is it in, in St. Paul? Well, right who the hell wants to give Kenny. a monopoly to some of these big outfits who are won't let you put extra stuff out? You guys, I, I got to be able to put extra crap out there. You guys, uh, you know. Roycey, I'm bringing crap down from the farm. Washing machines, uh, hot water heaters, furnaces. That I, ain't the no, way that works. I drag them out to my alley. They're gone. Kenny. They're gone. Kenny, settle down and let me tell you. <laughs> I could put a dead horse out there, and Highland Sanitation is going to take it. Yes, really, I don't know I'm about saying. what I'm yes, getting. I'm, I'm with you. That's there. what. Okay. It's America. We yeah. don't have to have. I don't need the government to arrange my trash collection. Trash. Yeah. All I'm saying is, uh, in Minneapolis, that's the only thing they've gotten right. But here's yeah. the best only part. Thing. Here's the best part. These frauds claim they're doing this to what? To lower the carbon footprint, save the earth, save the alleys. They're making. Fourplexes, for example, that now get by on one cart. Yeah, each each unit oh. has to have. Well, one. that's it's bogus. B is in that's B, bad. S as in that, S. That's bad. You know, and they're all getting paid off under the table. I'm going to find yeah, out who right. built these damn trash cans and mm-hmm. see if they're related to anybody yes. in the city. <laughs> you know, I know we used this line earlier, but I think it's worth repeating since Patrick is now here that John Height is the only guy that successfully <laughs> fell inside of his own trash bin. That did happen. I did that once at First Avenue. Nice. I was pretty lit up, and I was <laughs> leaning against the trash can. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm looking straight up. <laughs> John. One more, John. Sticking out of the top. One more of your best efforts. Best efforts. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. This might be the last wacky story ever since tomorrow we play music during this segment. That's right. I I have a request after this story. Oh, wait. No. That's right. We're on the air next. All right. Just skip this story. Okay. Go to the request. What's the request? Is the John Height Band. Now, I know Friday's not the official end, but it's the fair end. Can the John Height Band lead us, and it's a long way from t- to Tipperary, uh, out here as everybody joins us in singing that? Uh, oh, that'd be fun. Like the, uh, no, that's, Mary, that's not like the end out. of Mary Tyler Moore. I don't I think, think so. Hey, let's get a bagpiper out here. Tomorrow. Oh, man. That, that could be good. Do a mournful dirge. Yes. Are you high? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Johnny, thank you. Yeah. Right. We're going to be back in just a moment. Sports Talk. Is live here at the Minnesota State Fair, the final segment of this particular episode. But we will be here again for one final show from the Minnesota State Fair tomorrow. Sounds like Johnny's band is playing. Oh, man, it's going to be a fun day. I can't wait. We've already stocked the liquor cabinet. Yep. Royce's red mic is Are up. you ready, Patrick? Can I make an announcement? Yes, sir. Tom Gugliotta will be here momentarily, former Wolves outstanding player. And they are celebrating this year their 30th season. And Googs is here to get people uh, going, talking about the uh, 
Timberwolves as they get ready you for get the a former all-star Tom Guglielmo. Yes, and I was looking back at all his stuff. Man, he was here at an interesting time. Yes. He played with Leitner and Ryder, and then he played with Steph and KG. So he was uh, going to milk that uh, interview was, for an hour? No, I think we're going to uh, talk to him as long as he'll be here. I'm not sure how long. There, he's, he's kind of uh, going around the fair. Here, Do you have so. anything uh, available for us today via the magic of recorded tape? No. Uh, <laughs> but next week. Recorded tape. Next week as we go out in four shows i'm gonna set a standard of a minimum of one taped interview per day that's that think, is the nirvana think, of talk radio. i think you should only be live for 15 minutes a show <laughs> i'll tell you what you should do why don't you go in this weekend just tape the damn my dream was my dream was always the hat trick of oh. taped interviews but i think we only pulled that off once or twice. Please, came up to please me tell said, me please tell me you did no taped interviews during the state fair this year no i uh, know we did not. No, you're to be committed we did not. We had a couple on the phone. We're going to have Andy Greeter from the stadium uh, the St. Paul paper at, uh, at uh, 5 o'clock. To he give did us, give uh, me the Joe one time. Ravers, this is fantastic. It's a three-tape <laughs> Thursday. Kenny, you got me? Why are you holding a basketball, lady? Why are you? Why do you have a basketball? Gugliotta. She's here for Tom Gugliotta. That's right. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Can't hear anyway. All right, what? that's good. Anyway, hey, this has been a uh, festive uh, day, and uh, tomorrow will be it for sports talk at the fair. And uh, that you, will be it. You think you're going to podcast from the fair? No, I, I don't think so. Okay, All I don't right. want you to start creating no, these ideas. No, no, Rook. What size animal is Doris going to bring tomorrow? Buffalo. Oh, Rook. no, Buffalo. They, she can't walk it over. It needs to be uh, trucked in. <laughs> okay, I will it pay for it. In. I will pay for it. And right now they are feeding it a a, a soybean cornmeal <laughs> mush right now. So you better be ready. I stepped in cow. Did you poop. ever have a Brahma bull here? Oh in yeah. All your yeah. Years. Yes, did we did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. What do they do? Sedate those boys before they bring them over, or what? Uh, oh, he was a little agitated. He was a little crabby. Yeah. I'm not remembering the bull, but I'm going to say yes. We, we have, one. yeah, okay. we have for sure. Mm-hmm. I know that. I just don't remember what year. Uh, Scottish Highland heifers oh. that have horns. Okay, well, Joe, beautiful. Joe Aston flew here from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> well, Where did it come from? Eventually, you know, originally, somebody, Grandpa did. Yeah, Grandpa right. had somebody to come flew here, here from. Uh, Scotland. What's the temp uh, in the uh, back there, Reed? Oh, it's got to be beautiful. about 75. Oh, it's 75, I believe, Gorgeous. at last report. One of the nicest days in State Fair history, I would say. 12. Yes. Yeah, I was going to tell you that. 1500 this, ESPN this is, is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Stay tuned for the ride with Royce. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring. After two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability, Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up-to-the-minute scores for every the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. 
And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.